TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. 97.1 FM Talk. On demand audio. So a couple of things as we get started on this particular front. First of all, KJP. Now, you tell me what this is about. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three folks who are who are military folks, who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration, of the American people, obviously more so, more importantly. So there's a couple of options there. What's your instinct on what she was doing there? I think she was trying to avoid a gender term. I think she was, too. Now, there's there's two possibilities. I I always look at these things from a multiplicity of angles. Even I don't even know if that's a word, (laughs) but it was a movie, so I'm going to use it. It, There's a possibility that, yes, to me it jumped out right away. Well, she's trying not to you know, use genders here. On the other hand, there was one man and two women who were killed in this accident. I will say that Fred, you know, I have to think about this in terms of saying things in public and your brain works only so quick sometimes. Maybe there was some doubt in KJP's mind if she was about to say men, which maybe that would shock me because you can't say that. She didn't want to say men when there were two women who were killed. And she didn't want to say women if there were two, you know, men that were killed and a woman. So maybe there was hesitation just because of that, although it didn't come off as very good. Or maybe she couldn't remember the word soldiers. And so she had to say military person. I don't know. I It, it yeah. was weird and awkward. Uh, but maybe even, you know, and I, I want to bring this up just because a few weeks ago, I, I think this is interesting, and I'm going to keep watching it. Fred, I think I told you I was doing this. So about a month and a half ago, maybe a month ago, I'm sitting in our boss's office, Steve Moore, and I don't even know how this came up. But somehow we started talking about the show The West Wing, which was very popular on NBC decades ago, right? Martin Sheen played Jedediah Bartlett, the president. You had a great cast, many of whom I think actors at the time that we didn't really know who they were. It was Aaron Sorkin who wrote the dialogue. Now, the reason that this is germane is because I'm telling you, I'm watching this show right now. I went back. Steve sort of inspired me to go back, and I always look for a show late at night when I'm trying to fall asleep. And that way, you know, if I miss something, I've already seen the show. I can skip to the next one. Not a big deal. And um, I started watching it. I was amazed by several things. Now, there is a storyline. There's literally a storyline in the first few episodes of The West Wing where uh, President Bartlett gets assigned a new doctor who is from the military, and he ends up getting shot down by the Russians. Some of this is foggy just because I'm falling asleep during the show because I can't recite all the whole thing. So he's a Democrat, all right? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I understand this is a TV show, but I think the parallels are interesting. He plays a Democrat who... I think would be to the um, to the right of Mike Parson these days. All right, right. So let's put it that way. Yeah, in the eighties, it would yeah. be a de- well. He's in. It's in the nineties, two thousand year. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, 
right around 2000, okay. I think is, you know, so Clinton, post-Clinton, if you will. Well, face it, Clinton wasn't that super progressive compared to what we have today. But there's a big episode where he battles with the Joint Chiefs on what the measured response is, the proper response to that attack. And they go back and forth because they're trying to hit some military targets as retaliation, right? Is that the pro- is somebody lost their lives? And President Bartlett's like, wait a second, we need to put the hammer down here and, you know, do something a little bit more forceful. Well, they walk through it and they, the whole episode goes on and he has to come to an understanding that you can't use your anger to necessarily conduct U.S. foreign policy, although sometimes maybe that's not the worst thing. But I bring it up because... It's crazy, the the parallels. There is a scene, you'll love this one. I think I need to find the audio. Our friend Jazz Shaw might be on the show. Uh, is he on today? Yeah, he's on today. Okay, this is, maybe I'll look for this, this clip. There's a scene in the West Wing in the episode I watched last night, which I think is like the sixth episode of the first season, sixth or seventh, where there's a guy that goes to Josh Lyman, who's the... He's not chief of staff because that's John Moran, yeah. but he's like uh, second deputy chief of staff or something yeah. like that. And the guy is pitching him. He's sitting in his office and he's pitching him on taking a folder to the president with some sensitive information about UFOs and aliens. And Josh Lyman just rips him and says, no, I'm not taking that to the president because he's going to laugh. But think about that. We now have <laughs> Star Force, right? We have reports that are coming to Congress and from Congress about UFOs. I just thought it was kind of interesting, the dynamics. There was an episode early on where they were talking about there were Democrats that were actually flagging out-of-control, ridiculous spending in the U.S. government on this show. Oh, my, how things have changed. But when it comes to the response, I think that's what I want to focus in on because I thought about that. I think maybe everything relates to TV shows in my life, Fred. What's (laughs) the measured response here? There is a sense that the administration is not going to do Enough. And you might remember that there was, um, you know, this this notion of don't do it. Just say don't do it. If you do something, Iran, you know, we're going to strike back. We're going to hold your feet to the fire. Well, what are they going to do here? This is Jackie Heinrich with Kirby. So it's clear, obviously, that don't didn't work. Does the president have any regret over not pushing, punching back harder in any of the prior responses that he's taken to these proxy attacks on U.S. forces? I would. But. Uh, I think I would push back on the idea that we didn't push back harder. Uh, that we have taken significant action against uh, Iran economically. We have certainly taken some ad- additional and uh, more aggressive steps to go after these groups. Um, we're certainly taking aggressive action uh, against the Houthis to try to d- defend shipping in, in the Red Sea. I mean, this idea that somehow we've just, you know, whistled past the graveyard here and, and, and walked away from the challenge that Iran poses just isn't borne out by the facts. Okay, but you have three military deaths and maybe more because you have 35-plus injured. So what are you going to do about this? And I'm going to give you a couple of perspectives from presidential candidates here in a second. Kirby says, well, I think it was Jackie Heinrich who you heard here in that bite. Have we ruled out you know, any kind of strike inside of Iraq, Iran. I think you can understand. I hope you can understand. I'm not going to telegraph punches here. We are not looking for a war with Iran. We are not looking to escalate the tensions any more than they already have been escalating. In fact, everything we've done has been designed to try to de-escalate those tensions. That said, this was a very serious attack. It had lethal consequences. We will respond and we'll respond appropriately. I'm not going to telegraph what that's going to look like. Nikki Haley on Fox today still trying to be a part of the presidential discussion talking about her ideas. This is not about hitting Iran hard. This is about hitting Iran smart. It's making sure I don't know what Biden is waiting on. He has got to strengthen those sanctions. When he loosened them, he allowed billions of dollars 
from China to go into Iran when they imported oil. You've got to take away the money from Iran because that takes away the money from the proxies. That's the first thing they need to do. So Mike Pompeo weighing in on this as well, and he's talking about deterrence mainly. If we stay on our back foot, if we continue to be reactive, if we continue to say, gosh, when they do something, we're going we're gonna to hold them accountable, the Iranians will continue at this. And it will not only be in Israel, in Gaza, it will be all across the world. They are the world's largest state sponsor of terror. They're deeply connected to Iran and China. And until President Biden manages to restore deterrence, I think we're risking escalation continuing in exactly the way we've seen it happen in these past weeks. All right, so we're going to cover that throughout the afternoon here. Get more at 971talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 